shall please take our seats. God is good. Hallelujah. Just like to thank Pastor for this opportunity to minister the word of God to us. Um, hallelujah. I just want to thank God for his confidence in me to speak the word. Hallelujah. I'm believing that today God will speak into your life. That today will not just be another Sunday, but it will be a turning point in your destiny. Hallelujah. Let's lift up your right hand. The presence of God is already strong in this place. For I hear the voice of the Spirit saying that I am the Lord God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth. I am the possessor of all power. I am the possessor of all strength. My ways are not known unto man, but my deeds will be seen. For say at the Lord that I will cause a change in November. I will do a new thing. I will fill many bands, say at God. I will mend many broken hearts. And I will drive asunder the enemy that has risen. For say at the Spirit of the Lord that you shall no longer walk on thorns again. But I shall set you on the highway of my grace. I shall open before you any closed door and cause you to enter into manifestation. For in this month I will manifest myself. I will come in a way that you have not seen before. I will answer in a way that you have not known, saith God. And I will stretch forth my hand and touch every problem. I will turn around every situation, saith the Spirit of the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that that was the word of God to somebody. And in November, God will do miracles in your life. Hallelujah. Let's close your eyes. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. We pray that you shall speak unto us. May our lives be transformed and may we never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This morning, I'll be speaking unto us on the the theme miracle destroyers and in the first service our brother david shared on one of the miracle destroyers which was the the destroyer of unrepented sin hallelujah and this morning i'll also be sharing on unbelief but before we get into that god wants we must understand that God wants us to go through life depending on his power. Tell somebody, depend on the power of God. God does not want you to go through life planning just what you are going to do. God is a God of structure, but in structure he expects to express himself. Hallelujah. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1, and he said that, And I, brethren... When I came unto you, came not with excellency of speech or of man's wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. He said, For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, that your faith would rest in the power of God and not the wisdom of men. Hallelujah. God is a God of miracles. Somebody say, God is a God of miracles. God gave us a brain to think. 
but God is also the God of miracles hallelujah the Bible says in John chapter 2 verse 11 I like that scripture he said that the beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested himself unto his disciples so he manifest manifested forth his glory unto his disciples and they believed on him the disciples were following Jesus who was the word of God and for a long time they were hearing teachings on the kingdom they were hearing good words somebody say good word it is important to hear good word but the word alone without the power of God is not enough God himself is in three persons and he gave man his word and his spirit. Hallelujah. So God expects that man will live by his word, but also that man will depend on his spirit. You can't say that you want Jesus Christ and not the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You can't say you want the Holy Ghost alone and not Jesus Christ. The word and the spirit move together. Tell somebody the word and the spirit move together. And that is why God will work in the month of November for you, a miracle. Hallelujah. A miracle is the divine intervention of God, the orchestration of a supernatural event to affect the natural. Hallelujah. A miracle is the manifestation of the power of God that is seen in reality. So when God moves and it is manifested in the lives of his people, it is known as a miracle. Tell somebody, God will work for me a miracle. God created life. And sometimes we say God governs the world, the world by principles and not miracles. It is partly true, but sometimes in life there is a deviation of the principle. Hallelujah. God created Adam and he put him in Eden. God had in mind a place where man must live. Hallelujah. It is in an ideal situation that you can apply a principle. When scientists are performing experiments, mostly in physics, they will pump air out of a vacuum flask. And when they have a vacuum, they can perform the experiment. Because in the vacuum, they have a controlled environment. In the vacuum, there are no external forces. In the vacuum, it is an ideal situation. Hallelujah. So sometimes they have real gases and they have ideal gases. There is what you are and there is what you are supposed to be. Hallelujah. And sometimes life will deviate for you from the principle. And anytime there is a deviation from the principle, you need a miracle. Somebody shout, I need a miracle. If you were born on the streets of Accra, if you were born with no father or mother to take you to school, if you were born and somewhere, somehow you are disadvantaged in life, you need a miracle. If by no fault of yours, you find yourself at the backside of the desert, you need a miracle. If even by your own mistakes like Samson, you find yourself in the hands of your enemies, you need a miracle. Somebody say, I need a miracle. Sometimes we can apply our principles, but it only works in an ideal situation. Hallelujah. 
motivational speakers who tell you of many principles how you can apply them and how they will change your life but that is provided that bread is on your table hallelujah that is provided that there is money in your bank account that is provided that your health is intact and you are able to learn that is provided that there is no stress on your mind you are not worrying about some things and then you can apply some principles but you and I will agree that there is always a deviation to the principle. Somebody say, I need a miracle. When you finish school, the Bible says that many are the plans of a man. When we are growing, we all have dreams that, oh, I'll finish school maybe by 22 or 23. I'll get myself a good job. I'll buy maybe about two or three cars. Hallelujah. Then you have in your mind many wonderful plans. Oh, maybe by 26, I'll get married. By maybe 30 years, I'll be living in my own house. And then I'll be traveling around the world. You have a beautiful picture of life. Hallelujah. And that is good. But nobody told you you must first deal with the demons in your father's house. Nobody told you that maybe you may lose a relative. Maybe something will happen in life that will change the principle. Hallelujah. And at that point, you need a divine intervention. Somebody say, I need a divine intervention. Somebody say, I need a miracle. In 2 Kings chapter 4 verse 1, the Bible said that, Now there cried a certain woman, of the wives of the sons of the prophet unto Elisha saying that thy servant my husband is dead and behold the creditor is come to take unto him my sons to make them bondmen. At that point she doesn't need another principle. At that point she doesn't need motivational speaking. Hallelujah. At that point this lady needs a miracle. Hallelujah. Tell somebody I need a miracle. It is good to apply principles. But like Peter, when you have toiled all night and caught nothing, you don't need an extra principle. You need a miracle. Sometimes we can apply what is taught. You can enter your shop, do all the nice branding, put all the nice lights, make sure things are arranged. You teach your people customer service, how to uh, attend to customers, how to talk on the phone. Only to have people coming and standing in front of the shop. They read the name of your shop and they move to the next shop. At that point, you need a miracle. When things are going contrary to how life is supposed to go, you need the divine intervention of God. When your landlord appears and he says that in two weeks, leave my house, your rent is due. And you don't have money from anywhere. You need a miracle. When your salary is 500 Ghana CD. And you are owing 5,000 Ghana CD. I don't know the principle that can help you. Hallelujah. When the doctor has diagnosed you with a terminal disease. God gave you your liver to last you a lifetime. But you, you don't drink. You don't, you, 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 you don't do things that destroy the liver. You don't take any herbs. All of a sudden, they say your liver is failing. At that point, you need a miracle. Somebody say, I need a miracle. In order for the children of God or 
Israel to leave Egypt and come into the present the promised land God had to work over 15 miracles for them to enter in the first one God had to do 10 miracles just for Pharaoh to let them go hallelujah if it was just about the principle Moses came to Pharaoh in Exodus 3 he said that the God of the Hebrews has appeared with us saying that let my people go seven days journey into the wilderness that they may sacrifice unto me and if it's the principle is that what Pharaoh must hear the voice of God let the people go even give them their back pay and then they go and they wave them bye-bye out of Egypt but Pharaoh says that who is the Lord that I should obey his voice I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. And when you are dealing with a Pharaoh that has hardened his heart, you need a miracle. Hallelujah. God works 10 miracles. And when they are finally going, listen to this. Egypt, all of Egypt has lost their firstborn son. Egypt was in a state of mourning. Hallelujah. But God has to work another miracle for the people to have money in their pocket. The same wives of the Egyptians knew that the God of the Israelites has killed their firstborn and they are mourning. And you go and stand in front of them and say that lend me your gold and your silver. They will take something and use to hit you. Because it is your same God that has killed their child. So God must work another miracle so that they can get something to go on the journey. I pray that in the month of November, may God work a miracle on your behalf. May a divine happening locate your destiny that will turn situations around. May God do something that only God can do. Hallelujah. Israel now have left Egypt. They are on their way to the promised land. They are happy. Hallelujah. Then Pharaoh sends his men. He comes to himself. He said, no, I don't know what happened and I let them go. It looks like chase them and, and bring them back. And God has to appear as a fire to hold the people from catching up with the Israelites. Now the Israelites come to the Red Sea and God must work another miracle. God must split the sea so that they can go on dry ground. Now they have gone on dry ground. The Egyptians are coming. God has to do another miracle and close the Red Sea. Hallelujah. They come onto the other side of the wilderness and they are hungry. And God must work a miracle so that manna will fall from heaven. The people say they are thirsty and God must work a miracle so that water will come out of a rock. They say they want fish to eat and God again has to work another miracle so that the east wind will blow quails for them to eat. God is constantly in the miracle working business. Hallelujah. Somebody say God is the God of miracles. You cannot live your life by the principle alone. I told you that the principle is provided that all things are equal. But you and I were born in Africa. Hallelujah. In this part of the world, you have to pray for your government, not just because the Bible said you should pray for them. But if you don't pray for them, where they will drive us, only God knows. Hallelujah. In other parts of the world, you can choose not to pray for the government. The systems are in place. But where you find yourself, you see, when you come to church and somebody is kneeling at the altar and praying seriously, and you look at those people, they are just being emotional. It's because of where you are. 
It's because there is bread on your table. Hallelujah. But some of us, we need a miracle. Hallelujah. Some of us, God must step in into our situation and do something. Otherwise, things will go south. Somebody say, I need a miracle. Miracles are the natural occurrences of God or what God expects to be flowing in the life of the believer. In the beginning, I said that it is the will of God that always his power will make the difference in your life. But there are certain things that hinder miracles from operating or there are certain things that become a hindrance to the flow of the power of God. And one of them, or the major one, is unbelief. Tell somebody unbelief. Unbelief is a great hindrance to entering into your promised land. God expects that you will believe in him and also in the men whom he sends unto you. Hallelujah. Most people say that they believe in God, but they don't believe in his men. So somebody will say, oh, as for me, I'll stay at home and pray to God, but I won't come to church because all the pastors are fake. But when Jesus was going to heaven, he did not leave you with, uh, um, just to pray to him. Hallelujah. The Bible said that, and he gave some in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7, that he gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry. You will not see God anywhere, but you will meet a man of God. Tell somebody you will meet a man of God. A man of God is an anointed vessel designed by God to deliver his miracles, designed by God to deliver his word, designed by God to meet the needs of the people. Jesus said one thing to his disciples in John chapter 14. Go with me to John chapter 14. Jesus wanted his disciples not just to believe in God, but to also to believe in him. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, believe in God, but also believe in your pastor. Jesus said, he said, let not your hearts be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. He said that in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye also may be. And Thomas said unto him in verse 5, that, Lord, we know it not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said that, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus was trying to tell Thomas, but if you are looking for any way to go, I am the way, hallelujah. He said that, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If ye had known me, you would have also known my father, and from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Then Philip asked also another interesting question. Hallelujah. He said that, show us the Father and it sufficeth us. Jesus said unto him that, have I been so long time with you, Philip, and thou hast not yet known me? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou, show us the Father? He said that, believe it not that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. The works that I do, I do not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Jesus was saying that I, Jesus, am the pastor. And whatever I am doing on earth, that is what God is doing on earth. Hallelujah. 
He said that believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father is in me or else believe me for the very work's sake. When you look at what God is using our pastor to do, you must believe that God is upon him. Hallelujah. You must believe him for the very work's sake. Hallelujah. He said that in verse 12, that verily, verily, I say unto you, that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And Jesus was telling them that, and whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father will be glorified in, my, in the Son. He says, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Hallelujah. Jesus wanted his disciples to believe on him. Tell somebody, believe in your pastor. Jesus, in his days, also was looking for acceptance. He wanted his disciples to know that he was not just sent from God, but whatever God could do for them, he could also do for them. When Jesus, in Matthew chapter 13, from 53 to 58, Jesus goes to his hometown and there is resentment because the people are familiar with his upbringing. They knew where he went to school. They knew his mothers and his sisters. They said that, is this not the carpenter's son? So in Luke chapter 4 verse 23, he said that, You will certainly say unto me this proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever things we have had done in Capernaum, also do here in your own country. And Jesus told them that there is no prophet that is accepted in his own country. He said that, but I tell you the truth, that many Many widows were present in the days of Elijah when the heavens were shut three years and six months and when there was farming throughout all the land. And he said that unto none of them was Elijah sent but unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman who was a widow. God sent Elijah to a foreign land because they would accept him, not because they weren't widows present who could feed him. But people naturally don't like their own. We like what comes from outside. So if there is the same shoe, it's made in Ghana, we don't like it. We like the one that came from the U.S. Because in our mindset, there is a perception that something outside is better than what you have. But the anointing is no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. The Bible said that God is no respecter of persons. But in every city, any man that do what good and has a pure heart is, accept, is, is accepted of God. God can use anybody to deliver your miracle. So you must have faith in the people that God sends to you. Tell somebody, have faith in the people God sends to you. If you go to a place like Okadeko or Furniture City and you buy a very expensive set of furniture, very expensive, maybe you like the Italian leather type, hallelujah, and then they come and deliver it to your house and you look at the person who is doing the delivery and because he doesn't look expensive, you say you will not receive the thing. It doesn't change the fact that what he is carrying is expensive. A man of God can give you a car when he himself does not have a car. A man of God can deliver what you need in your destiny when that thing is not present in his destiny. Why? Because he is a career. Tell somebody he is a career. 
He's a career of what you need per that given time. So we must have faith not just in God, but also in, in, in his men. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 19. He says that, so we see that they could not enter in because of their unbelief. The way we respond to the word of God is very important. I like what pastor shared on Friday. He said that in the realm of the spirit, you must be very sensitive because of timings at which things happen. Hallelujah. The supernatural is sometimes only accessible in the moment of time. And when you lose that period, it can be gone and you have to wait another season. There is a point in the, in the service where God may lead you to lift up your hands. If you miss it at that point, you may not get anything in the message. There is a point where the Holy Ghost may move you to lie down. There is a point where God will even stir you up to go forward and sow a seed. There is a point in the service that the supernatural and the natural are open. And that point is different for everybody. Hallelujah. In the Bible... The Bible said that Jacob slept and had a dream and he saw a ladder and angels ascending and descending only on that ladder. Hallelujah. At that point, a portal was opened into the heavens. The angels were not ascending and descending everywhere. They were only ascending and descending where the ladder was. Hallelujah. When you come to, that's why you can't stay at home and, 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 and believe that I won't come to church. The heavens are open in this place. It may not be open in your house. Hallelujah. So this is Mount Zion. The Bible said in Hebrews 12 that we have come unto Mount Zion to the city of the living God where God interacts with his people. This is a place where change happens. Hallelujah. And you must allow yourself to believe. Tell somebody, allow yourself to believe. Unbelief can be manifested in your inability to respond to God. That is the first point. So when you can't respond to God, when you are afraid of what people will think, when you start questioning what the Holy Ghost is leading, you may not enter into your promised land. When God moves a man, you must move out of the realm of logic. Tell somebody, move out of the realm of logic. What you have in your pocket may be your last. But if God tells you to drop it in the offering, at that point, that is the voice of God that will change your situation. If you want to always reason things out with God, you can never work successfully with God. God expects us to respond to him anytime he shows up. Hallelujah. Unbelief can be manifested in your inability to pursue. When people don't believe again, they are not motivated to do anything. They come to the house of God and because of unbelief, there is no desire to chase after God. There is no desire to fast and pray. There is nothing inside a man to pursue because of unbelief. And if you find yourself in a place where you don't feel like pursuing anymore, you must check your unbelief. Tell somebody, check their unbelief. Unbelief can rise based on the fact that you have waited for something for a long time. And sometimes that is what the devil tries to use to kill our faith. Because you have waited for the miracle and it is not happening. So now when they say, oh, all people who are not pregnant, come and let pastor pray for you. You believe like you've gone forward so many times. But 
Abraham was looking for something from God, I believe God had passed by Abraham several times. But when he lifted up his eyes and he saw the three men, he didn't say, these people, God has been sending them every season they come. The Bible said that he ran to meet them. Hallelujah. Because yesterday might not have been your time, but today can be your time. Hallelujah. Yesterday, when they prayed for you, you did not get healed. But today, when the man of God lays his hands upon you, it can be your set time to receive your healing. Hallelujah. Don't become familiar with the things of God. We have given, sir, nothing is happening. Based on, and you want to use historical events to, 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 to respond to how you, you behave towards God. I heard a certain man say that he has heard all Otabel's messages. How is that possible? How do you know everything that God can speak to a man? It's like saying that you've heard everything that can come out of my mouth. It is not possible. Hallelujah. If even you, you can speak different things at different times, then it means that God can also speak different things at different times into your life. Hallelujah. Don't let your past or what has not happened hinder what God can do. Hallelujah. When the waters are stirred, the Bible said that this man had been waiting 38 years. And I believe when the angel steps in, he will see the stirring of the water. Sometimes he doesn't even feel like jumping in. Sometimes when they are calling for seed, maybe yours is one particular problem. You've gone forward, son. It's not you don't even want to go forward again. Hallelujah. But know that God is still in the miracle working business. Tell somebody God is still in the miracle working business. And in this month of November, God will release miracles into your life. God will release miracles into your ministry. God will release miracles into your destiny. God will release something that has never existed before. Hallelujah. Tell somebody it is time for my miracle. I hear the voice of the Holy Ghost. He says, it is time for a miracle. It is time for a miracle. Just stand on your feet. We want to pray. The Bible said, I saw you see then that they could not enter because of unbelief. When you become familiar with what God is doing, you may miss out on your miracle. You just want to lift up your hands in the next few minutes and you want to pray and you want to say that God, give me a miracle this morning. Just lift up your voice and begin to pray. Maybe you need a miracle of provision. You need a financial miracle. You need a miracle in your ministry. You need a miracle to be able to finish that building. But I hear the Holy Ghost say that he is the God of miracles. Just lift up your voice and begin to pray. Sabadebo shande kafarianda sibiri kambalabariande kesen. But I say, I see a visitation for about 12 people right now. Semalabakindo sinda alaba andi zedebe ekesende. There is a literal visitation. Balaba anda kamba anda adaba ande elebo oshen. What men could not do for you, this morning God has come to solve. That sickness that you have been praying about for a long time, and it looks like it will never go. 
This morning, the miraculous power of God is available. I see somebody coming out of Egypt. I see somebody come out of a dry place. I see the word of God sent forth and it is to change somebody's situation. I see God turn somebody's destiny around by a sudden event. We want to pray. I heard in my spirit, God said he would turn destinies around by a sudden event. It is sometimes a sudden event. Hallelujah. Some things may have existed for a long time. You want to pray that in this month of November, may God visit you by a sudden event. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Sebarabin kabaadise, a sudden event, a sudden happening. Mahakabaha, it can move you from the prison into the palace. Yakaba andi selebe eke. The promises of God may look like they have been delayed, but I see the coming of a sudden event. I see the coming of a sudden event. I see the coming of a sudden event. Labarin kabalaba asinda kabaha. There is a sudden happening that is turning somebody's story around. I see miracles on Tuesday. I see miracles on Wednesday. I see miracles on the 15th of November. Labada Aka. Somebody lift up your hands and receive a miracle. Receive a miracle. Receive a miracle in your marriage. Receive a miracle in your womb. Receive a miracle in your right ear. Rabandadika Ayande Sinda Kahadaba. Yada Aka saying, I hear God saying that that house is paid for that house is paid for that house is paid for I don't know who that is but I hear God say that that house is paid for as we're praying I saw a man and he was standing on two plots of land. His one left leg was on one right plot. And the other right leg was on the other plot. If you are here and you are believing God, you are working on some land. But it looks like the thing is not working. Just come forth. Because I see God give those two possessions into your hand. Just come forward. God is saying that it will happen for you. If you are that person, just come forth. You are working on a piece of land, but I see God giving you two. Because your left leg is on one, and the right leg is also on the other. Somebody, if you are here like that, just come forward. I want to touch you with my hand. For that said the Lord, that have I not said it, and will I not do it? 
for I will fulfill in your time and your days that which I have spoken and I will manifest my grace and all men will see your testimony say at God for I have not forgotten my word which went forth but I will watch over my word to perform it for say the spirit of the Lord that it shall not pass you by for now is the due time and I have released grace that it shall come to pass have you not known have you not heard that the Lord God the creator of the universe the almighty neither weak nor is weary there is no certain of his understanding for yes it shall manifest in the month of November and you shall take possession that which you have looked for for say at God now is the time to possess now is the time to possess your miracle say the spirit of the living God Father Lord we thank you for this morning we thank you for your presence we thank you for a season of miracles. We thank you, O oh God, that in the month of November we shall testify of the mighty right hand of your power. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.